Hello and welcome to the Spark Your Fire podcast. I'm your host, Samara Woodward, a mum of two, a business coach, and now I am a podcaster. So I thought I would bring you this episode today all about how and why you should start a podcast. If you're someone who is curious about podcasting, has maybe considered starting a podcast or wants to know more about how it can work for your business, this is the episode for you. In this episode, I have a chat to Ebony from Hercast Media, who was my podcasting coach. She was really the reason I was able to start this podcast with clarity and confidence. So I thought I'd get her on the show and she can come chat to you guys about all things podcasting. I know you guys are going to love this episode because Ebony really brought her A-game. She told us everything you need to know. So let's get straight into the episode because you do not want to miss this. benefit from starting a podcast so I think everyone can benefit from starting a podcast of course I would say that um but I think it's specifically what I'm passionate about is business owners starting a podcast just as another level of connection with their audience and bringing in income as well okay so why should someone particularly a business owner consider starting a podcast and can it increase their audience and income Yeah, so one of the best things about podcasting is it allows that level of intimacy that a lot of other platforms don't. And that's incredibly important when you're thinking about that know, like, and trust factor. So you're in the ears of that person, you're in the car with them driving, you're with them while they're washing the dishes, and you're filling that slot that a lot of long-form content can't and a lot of short-form content cannot fill. So there's that intimacy. And then also the credibility that that allows. So when you think about someone who has a podcast, there's a lot of ways to hide when you're creating content in videos um, and, you know, like short form. But when somebody is just speaking for 20, between 20 and 40 minutes, you know that they know their shit, right? So there's that credibility that comes with it. You don't have to use your eyes for podcasting, which sounds silly, but what it does is it gives you a slot to fill into that and all short form content cannot, you know, all of those little videos and stuff, you have to have your eyes on the whole time. And so you can be while you're driving, listening to a podcast, that's not going to be when you're scrolling TikTok, hopefully, um, or watching YouTube videos. So you're cutting into that market in a lot of places that in a place that a lot of other content streams can't, it's evergreen, which is amazing and has SEO. So if you really think about your titles and make sure that they're on point and that your show notes are on point, you're able to have your ideal client searching for what you're going to help them with. And then you're going to be coming up. And then the content repurposing as well for business owners. We're busy. We've got a lot going on. And, you know, whether you do it yourself or whether you have a VA, you can pass that down for them to repurpose your content into a bunch of other different forms. Yeah, definitely. I would go back a little bit to where you said evergreen. I think that's particularly interesting for a business owner. Mm -hmm. How would you describe what evergreen is and how Mm -hmm. it applies to a podcast? So evergreen is just something that's always there, right? Like it's something that's not going to, I mean, as long as podcasting platforms are there, um, it's not like, you know, stories, uh, a fleeting moment you know, posts on your Instagram feed, unless you use hashtags and like, like, I don't really think people are searching hashtags as much anymore. It's going to be at the bottom of your feed. So 
the combination of SEO and the fact that it's evergreen allows your content to go a lot further than traditional platforms. Yeah, definitely. And so what does someone need to start a podcast? Like what are the bare necessities to start as soon as possible? What would you recommend? So if we're talking bare necessities, a pair of headphones and a computer, and you can pretty much do a, a podcast, I would recommend getting a microphone. Um, and I would also invest in good music. So obviously we've spoken about this and you've got that song that is like amazing. Um, and I think that's a really important investment. So when it comes to microphones, you know, I speak a little bit about this um, in my like guide that I've written out. And they're also going to be covering it in my masterclass. But it's, you want to have, we think about, you know, back in the day, for, for example, YouTube, you used to just whip your phone out and film and like that was okay and everyone loved it. But we do want to be thinking about listener experience and the clearer sound, reduced like background noise. And that quality is going to take you further than if you don't have those things. But knowing how to use your mic properly, knowing how to use your editing software properly is huge. So I would say choose something. It can be at a basic level, but just do use the basics well. Definitely. So you would say you could start with what you have and then build upon it and become more professional, I suppose. Yeah, just like whatever you have now, just make sure you're utilizing it to the best of your ability. Um, and, and be smart with where you're recording and how you're recording. Make sure that it's not at a time when there's heaps of background noise. Make sure that, you know, maybe you've got some soft things around so it's not super loud and reducing that echo. So take what you have and actually just try and do the best with it. I know in a lot of your content at the moment, coming into the end of the year, you mentioned how it's really powerful to start a podcast before, you know, January 1st or the start of the new year, like a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to walk us through why it would be powerful to start now rather than waiting for the new year. Okay, so there are a few levels to this. We've got like the practical sense and then we also have the energetic and mindset. So I feel like, I mean, use you as, a, as an example, you know, when we were talking about the launch, it's easy to be like, okay, well, I've got so much to do. So why don't I push it back, back, back? And then we were just like, you know what, this date, boom, October 26th, boom. And it's like, how much more empowering is that to just be like, okay, I have things to do, but now you actually get to structure that, okay, it's going to be live at this time. So you're not actually going to be like pushing it back. Um, but then in terms of like thinking about how many people are going to be sitting at home right now or listening to this being like, okay, I want to start a podcast, but it's October, so I'm going to wait till next year. So there's two types of people. There's the type of person who will get to January and they'll start their podcast and there will be a lot of them. And the second type of person is it'll get to January and they'll think of another excuse to postpone it. But what I want is, and what I'm encouraging is like be the third person who just starts it now. So by the time that those people are starting in January, you have that established audience. Um, and when we think about over, over the holidays, a lot of people drop down their uploads, right? They've got their Christmas plans. They're not posting as frequently. So you've got this little gap in the market because people are still consuming content, but not necessarily people are producing it at the rate that they usually are. So it's a little bit of gap in the market. So you could launch now, have that loyalty, or you could wait until people are back and new people are starting and there's going to be that new level of saturation. Definitely. I think that's exactly you helped me with that. When I saw you talking about it, I was like, yeah, why am I waiting for the new year? Because when we were working together, you were like, let's just pick this date. It's in one month. Let's just do it instead of, yeah. I feel like it's really easy to always be like, oh, I might do it later. I'll do it next month. I'll do it next year. And it's just a snowballing effect. Whereas if you just set the date, take the action, it's already done. And you can already be serving yeah. that 
your clients and your audience and it's just so much so much of a relief to know that you're not waiting and you're just doing yeah exactly and I'd love to know what limiting beliefs often come up for people when it comes to starting a podcast so what's usually those first little um I'd say insecurities that just stop them from taking the action yeah so not knowing enough is a huge one um and you know at the end of the day like you need to be across what you're talking about so like when I say when I talk about this I'm not saying like everyone who wants to start a podcast and if you know nothing about it just start it I think you know as long as you can ensure valuable quality content you're there you know and so the idea of not knowing enough and thinking that you have to be at a certain point in your journey to be able to start a podcast it's because we attach that level of credibility to it right so you need to start doing things to prove to yourself and give yourself evidence that you know your stuff. And so for those people, maybe send out a few pitches to be a guest on other people's show. And I can guarantee you that once you started to do that, you refine your message, you start going through all that stuff, you know, you're going to feel more confident in um, in that respect. But also I would say to those people, when are you going to know enough? You know, like when will it be enough? When is it ever enough? And um, for a lot of people, you're never going to get to that point where you think, and I don't think you should get to that point, like, oh, don't need to learn anything. I'm done. Like, I know everything. So I think it's really important to acknowledge that, yes, you need to be across your stuff, but you don't need to know absolutely everything about this topic to be able to start a podcast on it. And maybe you do interviews, you know. Definitely. And do you have any tips for someone who's like, I want to start a podcast, but how do I actually come up with the topic, you know, because we might, I know you could make an Instagram post about something, but then it's like, how do I flesh that out to a podcast episode? Yeah. So I think relating it to other social media is, is helpful. Other media platforms, sorry, is helpful because we give this sense of seriousness to podcasting that we don't on other platforms. So when people are trying to plan their episodes, they go into a bit of a spiral and they think it needs to be just like absolutely everything they know. And I'm like, it's one episode. So yeah, make it valuable, but don't put that much pressure on it. So I would say it's a great idea to look through your reels and look through Instagram posts, fleshing it out into a topic. You should be able to do that easily. So if you get to, if you're, if you're like, okay, this is the topic I want to speak about and there's not things firing automatically that you want to speak about, then that's probably a good indication that it's not something you should speak about, right? So I would use that as like a little indication and just make sure that, you know, and we spoke about this too and I have this um, example flow chart sort of thing where you kind of want to take the listener on the journey of that episode. So you want to make sure that, yes, you've got like an intro kind of thing you're covering them the beef of the topic, but then you're making those tangible steps. And the reason I like giving my clients that example chart is because if they can't fill those certain things, then they're like, okay, maybe I need to do some more work on this. Is there a secret source when it comes to how often you should upload and how long the episodes should be? Yeah, so I think a lot of people think that there should be a certain amount of time and that, you know, short is good or long is good but to be honest if people are interested in the episode and and it is quite long they'll just finish it later and you know I really like splitting an interview in two that works like if it's super long um but you also have to remember that people have different 
like different lengths for different needs. So if I am going on a 45 minute walk, then I'm like, okay, give me a big juicy podcast episode. But if I'm just driving, you know, for like 15 minutes somewhere, then I maybe want a shorter one. So I think it's the thing to think about is not getting stuck on how long your episodes are. For example, if you wanted your interviews to always be 40 minutes long, well, if you've hit all the points and it's an amazing banging episode for 20 minutes, are you just going to fill it with fluff? Like that would, that, you know, that would just be silly. So I think not committing yourself to a certain time and if it is to go over and it's just so valuable, like let's just split it in two uh, instead of having, you know, an hour and a half long episode because that gets to the territory where people are like, I don't think I could digest that much content. So that's what I would recommend. And then uploading, I would say at least doing it once a week, because if you do it less than once a week, you're losing that consistency in terms of being in someone's routine. So I was using this as an example before on an interview I did this morning, but one of my shows that I love and I've listened to for years had some technical difficulties uh, one day with their upload and I was I felt lost. I was like, oh my goodness, where is it? Because I'm looking for it. And that's the kind of stuff you want from your listeners. Yeah, definitely. No, I feel the same. And it's really interesting. I think it's a funny learning curve because when I sat down to do my first episode, I th- thought like I honestly thought it would take like half an hour to an hour I was like this is going to go forever I'm going to have to try and cut it down and then when I was talking I went over all the points in like 10 minutes and I was like oh fuck what do I do now (laughs) I had it's so different learning how long an episode is going to take because it's something I'm not used to Mm. yeah and but that's the thing like I always say value first and if you've covered all the value and, it, and then it's short, awesome, it's a short episode. And if it's going forever, but it's still valuable, then have a, have a go run over and cut it in two. Yeah, definitely. And how do you get new listeners to your podcast? Like, is it purely just from your, say, Instagram audience, or is there a way to get new ears listening? So I would just be really mindful of, you know, what is the supporting content you're giving your podcast? So are you jumping on, you know, do you have a mailing list? Are you jumping on and sending like key bits of the episode and a link to go and listen to it to your email list? Are you frequently being a guest on other shows and uh, making sure that, you know, you're promoting your own show? Are you going through and thinking who would be an aligned guest and then getting that cross-pollination of their audience? So those are my favorite ways to grow. And when I had my first podcast, I was able to grow it purely by, obviously it was valuable and I always come up with new segments and it was fun and fresh, but I got really amazing guests who like some, one of them had over a million followers. And that was at a point when I had less than 10,000 downloads. So it's about learning to make sure Yeah, knowing how to pitch people and get them onto your show. No, that's incredible. And especially I think what you do so well is because I took your Pitching Perfect class and I found it was so interesting. I almost forgot that you can be on someone else's podcast. You don't have to do it all alone like that. Mm. Even just that little idea is so interesting. Is your Pitching Perfect course like still available? Yeah, the replay is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that was epic. I'm still like every time I'm like thinking of messaging someone, I'm like, hold on, I should go check what you're actually supposed to say before I just send this rogue message. (laughs) 
Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, the templates are so good and everyone's always – and I use them. Like I literally get my own template and I'm like, okay, structuring it because I think, you know, I was in a space where I started to get pitched a lot and I learned pretty quickly what is like something that goes straight to junk and what's something that I'm like, I need you on my show. So that's what they were based off. I love that. Um, What is your biggest piece of advice for someone who might be on the fence right now? They're listening to this. They're like, okay, I might be able to do this. What would be your biggest piece of advice for them to just start? So I definitely recommend, you know, having that support. So obviously, you know, if we use you as an example, I feel like there are a few things that you were like, oh, this is going to take me so long. Or maybe you would have kept like delaying or waiting till you got to a certain point to actually do it. And when you have that encouragement, you realize, oh, I can just do the thing. So support is huge. But I think, like I said before, you don't need that much to start, but it's great for you to actually know, you know, get to know your microphone, get to know the software, get good at it, research it, watch the reviews, watch YouTube videos for it, and then just start. And you know, there's that quote where it's like, if you're not embarrassed by your first episode or your first bit of content, then you started too late. So don't worry about it being perfect. Don't worry about it, you know, having to be the best podcast, but learn what, like what the best practices are. And, you know, for my upcoming masterclass, uh, what I wish I knew, which I know you're enrolled in, that is exactly why I'm doing this because it's for those people who are like, Ooh, I don't know. Or, you know, the people who've just started their show and they're like, I just don't think I know enough yet. This is everything I wish I knew before I started. And it's going to be so juicy because I've drawn a lot from, you know, all the clients that I've worked with as well. And those common misconceptions or those things that they're like worried about. So it's going to be such a good masterclass, but I would just say absorb some information, learn, be passionate about it and take that perfectionism away, but also just be driven by value. No, that's incredible. And I feel like I didn't even know that you could have a podcast manager. So for like probably one or two years, I've thought about a podcast, like purely just the thought. And I'm like, oh, I wonder how you would do that. And for me, I think investing in you as a podcast coach was so powerful because it took it out of my head Mm. and put it, you ran me through everything. We answered all the questions, made a plan and it just made it happen. Whereas I think if I was sitting with it, like just with myself, just thinking about it, I probably would have never done it. Mm. And while I definitely think you can start a podcast without, you know, outside help and things like that, it's like, if you have the option to go to an expert and know how to do things without trying to figure it out yourself the hard way, I just feel like that is such a powerful step that I don't think a lot of people know about. Mm. Yeah. I, and, and people still don't know that they're a podcast manager. So I'm like, do you think that everybody runs their own podcast? Like, you know, it's, it's so much. And like you said, like, you know, not, not everyone is going to be in a position to be able to hire someone to help them, but operation launch and my new program, which is coming not program, my new offering podcast in a day, they light me up because you know, you had all of that inside you. You had all of like, you knew exactly what you wanted it to look like, but because you've never had a podcast before, you didn't know how to take that, like put that into fruition. So that is what those sessions are about. And, you know, we start with this template and I think at the start, everyone kind of feels like, oh, I don't really know. Like, I don't really feel clear. And then it's after that session, you're like, okay, 
I know it's this. This is my statement. This is what it's going to be. This is the name. This is the song I want. And it's just so empowering to see somebody change. And, you know, we were messaging back and forth before after your session and it was just such a flip. And I, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for you to have a show. I think that was one of the coolest parts was I came into our call about starting my podcast and I didn't even know what I was trying to do I was just like I want a podcast like this is what I'm passionate about I don't actually know what that means and you were like just stripped all the bullshit and fluff and you were like all right so what do you actually want to do like stop all the limiting beliefs like what are you actually going for here and like it helped me even as a business owner like just really solidify like the foundation of what I'm doing and why and who I'm trying to reach and I think that was the most important key I didn't take action because I didn't actually know what I was doing. And then you came in and I was like, oh my God, this is, I knew that I wanted to do this, but I didn't actually give myself the time to discover that. Yeah. And that's the thing. And sometimes you just need somebody outside of yourself to be like, yeah, you can do this. That's, that's a really cool idea. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and giving us this episode. How can people find your Instagram? Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. It's it's a really full circle. <laughs> um, so people can find me through my Instagram, which is Hercast Media. And that's pretty much where I hang out. And then all my links and stuff are from there. Wow. I loved that chat. I hope you guys loved Ebony as much as I do. She is truly the best. If you are someone who's on the fence about starting a podcast, I really hope that that gave you all the information and inspiration you need to start because honestly, I was in a situation where I thought about it, I hadn't gone for it and once I committed, I have not regretted it. It's so much fun. As we mentioned, Ebony is a podcast coach and manager. She is the coach that I use to create this podcast. So I did her operation launch where we did a call together. Ebony went through absolutely everything from what's the show going to be about? Who's the target audience? Like, what are we going to call it? She told me how to segment, how to choose music, how to edit it, like all of the things. On top of that, you also get like messenger coaching. So if you don't know what that is, basically anytime I had a question, an issue, needed advice, I would literally just send her a message and she would coach me through it. So that was invaluable. If you do want some support starting your podcast, I highly recommend checking out Ebony's Instagram at hercastmedia. She has the most incredible masterclasses. So if you do have a podcast, she can help you with that. She does podcast audits, all of the things. She even manages podcasts. So I'm quickly learning that editing a podcast is not super fun. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but I can definitely see how it could be time consuming. So it is worth noting that Ebony does podcast managing where she takes care of all of the uploading, editing, all that stuff for you, which is incredible. I hope you guys love this episode. If you did, please let me know. You can head to the Instagram at Spark Your Fire Podcast, or you can head to my Instagram, which is at Samara Woodward underscore. I love hearing your feedback. I'm so blown away by how much support I got on this podcast in my first episode last week. So many messages, so much love, and I appreciate it so, so much. I mentioned that I honestly expected to get like genuinely five listens purely from people who I told to listen to it. So I actually, the podcast is at 55 listens, which just blows my mind. Truly. I'm so thankful and so excited to see what happens in this space. 
If there is any topics you would like me to cover, I would love for you to send me a message so I can talk about it or get a speaker on to do an interview because I'm loving the interviews at the moment. I would love to incorporate a bit of a business Q&A. So if you have any questions relating to business, mindset, all of those sorts of things, like that kind of vibe, please send me a message because I love a good Q&A. Like giving advice is like my love language. So please don't be shy. Send me a message at any time. If there's anybody in your life who would love this podcast, please share it. If you're feeling super generous, a review on Apple podcast or Spotify podcast wherever you're listening to it that helps support my podcast and gets new listeners in so that more people can benefit so thank you so much for listening I can't wait to chat to you next week